0: Coast, West Coast, Midwest, worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, uh, welcome in. You're listening to Tough Guys Sports Radio. I'm Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by my co-host with the co-most Ledge 28 Ledge, another week, another podcast. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Always, always good to be on, on with you, Brother Noobski, and I'm ready to go.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. Listen, let's give people the quick rundown. We'll uh, get into some things today. So uh, we have a Stanley Cup champion. We got a team from Phoenix that's two wins away from an NBA championship. NBA Alls, uh, MLB All-Star roster uh, has been filled out. We also have uh, some news on the Olympics. And finally, we'll talk a little bit of MMA with you. But first and foremost, as we knew, as we predicted, Tampa Bay Lightning, your 2021 defending and back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, finished Montreal off one nothing game five, the gentleman sweep as it is. What'd you see in that last game? And give me your, your thoughts on the series in general.
1: You know, it, it, it's a shame because, you know, we've talked about it in many episodes. Uh, we went back and forth with the stupid Canadians. And it's a really a shame because because of this whole setup. And it, it wasn't the NHL. It wasn't Bettman that, that set this up. You know, Canada just did not want people coming in and out of the country. And that was just across the board with everything. It wasn't just sports. It was just just the country itself did not want people coming in and out. So they didn't want to get rid of the season. So what they wound up doing is they just set the Canadian teams to play in Canada and all the only American teams play in the States. Now, if anyone watches hockey, they saw that it was pretty much, there was two divisions with the Americans, with the American teams, and they pretty much played each other over and over again. So um, it, there wasn't a lot of disparity as far as, the teams playing. Um, but you did see that it was a competition level that was way better uh, with the American teams as far as Canada. Uh, Montreal slipped in. Um, they wind up losing. They wind up beating uh, Tampa, uh, Toronto, which was favored to win the whole thing uh, up there. Um, they lucked out with that. Um, they wind up playing. I forgot the other team. They played Winnipeg, which was a joke. They wind up going and then playing Vegas, which was another favorite and wind up and that was another, listen, they just got hot at the right time. And I predicted Montreal was going to go win only because I knew it was going to happen. I knew Canada was going to wind up getting one of their teams in there because of this crazy setup. And when they wind up doing that, look what happens. You know, they get in there and, and it's a shame because the whole playoff series was one of the better series we've seen in a long time. Um, it just so happens that they played, the, the Tampa Bay was just a superior team completely. Absolutely. I mean, to, if it would have been Tampa and Vegas, this could have easily won seven games. You know, it's Montreal won their Stanley cup with the one game they won. That was it in overtime. This really wasn't much of a series. If you watch the game, the competition level was just, it it was like a men playing amongst boys. It wasn't even close. It really wasn't, even though they won their final game at one zip, it just, it, you know, it wasn't close. And, you know, my hats off to Tampa Bay. Congratulations, two years in a row, even though last year was uh, a little bit of a, uh, uh, in the bubble, but you know now they were able to win it at home, which I kind of like that. I'm, I'm kind of glad they lost to Montreal and they were able to win this back at home.
0: That was really good, yeah. Game one, Lightning took it 5-1. Game two, 3-1 Lightning. Game three, 6-3 three, Lightning. Everybody was calling for the sweep. It was funny because the Tampa mayor got on after game three and said, hey, guys, you know, if you yeah. want to, you know, just lose one in Montreal and <laughs> celebrate it on home ice, I'm fine with that. Um, Montreal did wind up winning Game Four on their ice, three-two in overtime, and then uh, Game Five, one nothing. Uh, it was one of the most exciting one nothing games that I'd ever seen. So, hey man, the Buccaneers have won. The uh, Rays have—they uh, are American, defending American League champions, and now the Tampa Bay Lightning back-to-back. They're calling it Champa Bay, C-H-A-M-P-A Bay. And uh, it's gotta be exciting if you're living in Tampa right now, uh, as far as being a sports fan is concerned.
1: Yeah, oh, it gotta be great. I mean, you know, then it's not something that, you know, especially with the NFL, they, they, they fell into a Super Bowl. You know, no one predicted them, but they did get, you know, they get the GOAT, you know. They got, uh, uh, and you know, what's funny. We, we were talking about this the other day um, and, he, and, you know, it's funny. Ten, uh, Tom Brady has been all over the scene. He's been on TV, everything. And I like Tom Brady now. You know, he's great. Ever since he got to Tampa, he's, he's a totally different person. I didn't like him in New England. Nope. You know, New England, New England Brady was, was like uh, horrible. But Tampa, Tom, oh, he's great. So Tampa's got it going on. They got a Super Bowl. They got, they got the Stanley Cup. You know, I mean, and 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 the, the Devil Rays are still competing for the division. You know, so listen, Tampa's a great city to be in right now. They're great.
0: Absolutely, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Going back to the hockey series, here's the statistic of all statistics: <laughs> Andre Vezilevsky, goalie for Tampa Bay, after a playoff loss, undefeated, fourteen and zero with five shutouts. That's the way you get to be. MVP and that's the way you show leadership you don't got to do all that talking and jaw jacking and and all that stuff It's like okay I lost I take responsibility for that now I know what I got to do boom 14 and 0 after a loss with five shutouts tremendous but there's there's something that's even more important than that
1: yes and we we had discussed it and I I just want to run a little thing down here real quick because I you know for the people out there that don't really know us you know. You and I, Nookie, we've been friends for a very long time. You know, 30 years, almost. And when we decided to do this podcast, we came up with the name, not because we just said, oh, you know what, well, let's name this, this, this Tough Guy Podcast because, you know, it's a great name. No. This is something we've been living by for a very, very long time. And people who know us know that this is not something that we just said just to get it together. Right. Nookie and I have been through some shit. We've been through some, uh, some, some with police involved, some not with police involved, <laughs> but- um, we have been tough guys all our lives. And listen, we, we don't win everyone. We don't lose everyone. This is just who we are. You know, I'm from the Bronx, and the Bronx is what it is. And for people who think that just because uh, Nookie's from Buffalo, listen, there's, and I, I have to admit, and, and Nookie knows, there have been places that we have been to that I said, Nookie, listen, I'm not comfortable here. And we had to walk away from these situations. But my friend and I, we've been through some, 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 some crazy shit. And, and Tough Guy is something that we've, we've bought and was branded to us a long time ago. And we decided to do this. We said, listen, it's it, very simple. The, the easiest thing that we did on this podcast was name it Tough Guy Sports Radio. That was easiest and, thing. And, and we've always said this, we're going to do this. And, and the reason I'm even bringing this up, because for him to be goalie, and to sit there and win a Stanley Cup with two broken ribs. Two I broken mean, ribs. I mean, do you understand that mindset? That's just something that's crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And my hat's off to him. You know, he came on, he said it afterwards. You know, listen, he won and he said it. It wasn't like they lost and he said, oh, well, I got two broken ribs. No, he said, oh, my ribs are broken. It, he, again, and I'm going to say this over and over again as many times as this goes on. Hockey's just a completely different sport. Absolutely. You can't appreciate it as much as, 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 I mean, to watch it. If, if no one really watches, you've got to watch the playoffs. The playoffs are great. And I think this year was, it, you know, to sum it up, outside of just the final Stanley Cup game, this has been a great line of playoffs. And, you know, then to find out that he broke two of his ribs and he played two of his ribs broken. You get guys that break their fingernail. I'm out for the season, you know? You know, these are, these are guys that this is what they do. You know, sometimes you get, you get a little flashy guys here, flashy there. But these guys, they, they want to come to play. And, and another thing that I got to say, the end of the Stanley Cup, and I love this about every hockey game, as much as you hate these guys and you're slamming up against the boards and you're knocking them down, at the end of the game, they all come and they shake hands. Yep. They're all hugging each other. They're congratulating because even though they hate each other, there's still respect for playing the game. And I don't see that enough throughout the rest of the sports. And I think that's what makes hockey even more special. You know, you hate these guys, but at the end, they're all hugging each other. And listen, they appreciate the fact that they can play. You know, considering that we've been, for a year and a half, we've been through, you know, all this. These guys are happy they're playing. And that's just what it comes down to.
0: Absolutely. Vasilevsky, I think uh, I was watching the um, the, the, uh, handshake line again. I don't even think he took his glove off because I was like, why is he not taking his glove off? He doesn't want to shake these guys' hand. No, he had two broken ribs. And it probably took all he had to get his gloves off. Nah. I mean, when you break a rib, breathing becomes difficult. You blink the wrong way, you're nah. gonna be in pain. You cough, little things you take for granted. You got broken ribs, like that's, that's a bone in your chest. That is a, that is a, a tough, tough thing, but he came through uh, and survived it. And uh, again, the, the, uh, the showmanship, uh, the sportsmanship, really loved that. And I really wish, uh, again, uh, basketball uh, in particular, will get that. These guys are running off into the tunnels after they lose and you know this and that and the whole nine yards but we'll see what happens but 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 you know what
1: another two is looking these guys in hockey they know they respect their team and they're playing for their for their home teams and they they can dislike them and you know what it shows on the ice they dislike each other on the ice you could be friends after the game and that's a little problem with the nba especially you know they're all friends everyone wants to be each other's friend you know rarely do you get a team that really does dislike the other guys you know But it just, you know, they they have to be able to separate it. If you're friends, you're friends. But when you're playing the game, you're not friends. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So another thing about hockey that I I love, you know, because you can really hate the other team and just, you know, just, you know, love them afterwards. That's what it comes down to.
0: Absolutely. Hey, I want to give a shout out to my guy, Matthew Joseph, number seven from the Tampa Bay Lightning, back-to-back champions. Listen, He was born and raised in Montreal. So do you know what you have to have, like clear out of your head, like this is the team you grew up. Imagine if you grew up in the Bronx and you loved the Yankees growing up and then you had to play against the Yankees in the World Series. This guy played against his hometown, Montreal Canadian team, and has won the cup twice back to back. He got his name on the cup. That's the other thing I love about the Stanley Cup. For 70 years, your name will be on that cup. Seven rings and it goes up and they remove a ring after 70 years, but for 70 years, your name is etched on that trophy. But uh, again, shout out to my guy, Matthew Joseph, number seven from the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Job well done. Well, listen, absolutely. Listen, we got a uh, NHL champion, a Stanley Cup champion. Now two wins away for an NBA championship for the Phoenix Suns up to nothing right now. We're taping this right now. They're going through the uh, introductions in Milwaukee for game three. Uh, I don't know. It's not looking real good for the Bucs. Game one, Giannis comes back and, you know, gives a little bit here, a little bit there. But Chris Paul is just dominating game two. Giannis scores 42 points, still having his challenges with the free throws. Wasn't enough. And Phoenix was able to uh, go ahead and uh, take a two nothing lead. So series doesn't start until somebody wins on somebody else's floor. But 2-0 uh, right now, what are, your, uh, what are you seeing with this NBA Finals, tough guy?
1: You know what? It's, it's almost like the NHL uh, uh, Stanley Cup because the wrong team is in there. Um, Milwaukee shouldn't be there. I think this is by far the luckiest team I've ever seen. Um, if Harden – well, before we even get, to, get, to, get to, uh, to, to, to Durant with his sneakers, I mean, if you have one of the big – two of the three playing, this is, not even, this is not even a question right now. You know, it's just unfortunate that Harden tears his, you know, hurts his hamstring, Irving hurts himself bad, and then you've got Durant just playing. That should have been the – I mean, we should be watching right now the Phoenix Suns and the Brooklyn Nets. Now, if not even that, we should be watching the Atlanta Hawks and, yeah. and, and the Phoenix Suns. I mean, they lucked out, you know. What is the chances of Trey Young running down the court and stepping on the referee? That's another mm-hmm. – I mean, come on. I, I don't think I've ever seen a team that has – I mean, they got a good team. I don't think it's a championship team. They got a good team to have made it to the, to, to, to the playoffs, but to the championship. No, nah, I don't, I'm not even close. This is not even, and again, just like the Stanley cup, this is going to go five because I can't see any more. Phoenix is playing phenomenal basketball. And I couldn't even imagine to see Atlanta or Brooklyn playing Phoenix right now. Phoenix is, is working on all cylinders. And Chris Paul is, is orchestrating a great team and they just got a great players. I mean, you know, it's, it's even worse The coaching is – there's such a disparity between Phoenix and Milwaukee. The players are just better. I mean, I I know Giannis had the 42 points and the other guys, you know. But, you know, and it has to do with a little bit of fatigue too. You know, Phoenix had a little bit more days off. Milwaukee went to a game seven, don't forget, with Philly. I mean, with Brooklyn. And then when they wind up playing Atlanta, you know, another – no, I didn't go game seven. and went six games, Correct. Was yeah. it six games, six games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's a lot of basketball he's played. You know, so I, of course you're gonna be tired, but at this point they they really shouldn't be there. I mean, they're just being outplayed, um, and and easily outcoached. I mean, we talked about it. I, I, what I saw, what he did with Aiden, um, unbelievable. I, I really, you know, what it, it, it brought perspective to that team. If anyone has not seen Monty Williams, he saw Aiden King. He came over there and he talked to him and it was, it was real. That was as real as it gets. And he said, listen, we need you. You know what? Let it go. We need you. We ain't going to win this game without you. Don't put your head down. You get back up in there and you play and you win for us, yeah. man. It, it, it was just
0: so inspiring all, to see that all in a calm voice. Wasn't yelling, wasn't yep. jumping yep. Up and down, not acting. just like, Hey, he said, mm-hmm. you can win with force. He said, you don't have to fill up the stat sheet. And he, he said, look at me. And he didn't say it in a mean way or, you know, how, you know, guys are just crazy. Like their face gets red or stuff. He said, look at me, he's like, you can win with force. He said, get out there, we need you. He said, you, he said, you're disappointed because you set a very high level and standard for yourself. Now get out there and live up to that. Went out there and they won the game. So that, that is, man, that is, uh, that was powerful. That's coaching one-on-one.
1: Yeah, that, that was, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, there's no way they're losing this. And then you got a coach on the other side. He fucking sucks. There's no you can't adjustment. make adjustments. Listen, none. I what is wrong with this? First of all, you know what? If they lose in 4-5, fire him. He's got to go. He's horrible. And, and and you know, it comes down to another thing. We've seen some of the greatest teams play. We've seen some of the greatest coaching. And I think over the last few years, we've seen some of the worst coaching we have seen throughout sports. I mean, This guy, is he lucked into a good team, and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing.
0: He doesn't know. Game one, why is Brooke Lopez at seven feet guarding Chris Paul? I don't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. It's
1: not even that, Nookie. Come halftime, there's always adjustments. There's no adjustments. So whatever you're doing in the first half, these guys are doing the same thing in the second half. So how is it that you can sit there? Listen, you're in the finals. This is the NBA finals. He doesn't, listen, talent alone can get you what you want. And that's where Milwaukee is because Milwaukee's in the, the, the finals right now because of the talent, of, because of what they have. They play hard, and they play hard for themselves, but they're not being coached right. Because if you imagine taking him out, taking out uh, Boomer, whatever, Boomer ass, whatever the hell his name is. You take him out and you put in, you put Monty Williams in there, or you put in Phil Jackson. You put any real coach on that team, Milwaukee deserves to be there. They don't deserve to be there. They just lucked out. They keep lucking out to get into there. And it's not, now we're gonna see, we're seeing a finals and yeah, okay. I, I like Giannis, I like to watch him play. I like his inside game. I can't stand watching his free throws. This motherfucker can hit free throws for nothing. But you know what? It's still a good team. I love Middleton. I think he's a great player. Um, uh, 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 um, Middleton and, and uh, Holiday, they're good players. They really are good players. But you know what? If you're not being coached, Rodney, you're just going out there. Listen, I can get five guys too. I can get four. Listen, Noomsky, we can get a Gus Macker team out there. And we can coach (laughs) it better than what these guys are doing. I mean, he's not even coaching. And you know what it is too? That's another thing. They have no energy. They don't come out with nothing. A coach manages your team. They set the tempo. They set the coordination. They bring the feeling into the game. This guy don't bring no feeling. This guy, he's better off going getting hot dogs for the team and giving out water. He has nothing. So there's no adjustments. There's no feel. You know, you have to sometimes, you know, just just like with that whole situation with Monty Williams and Aiden. sometimes you just don't have it. You know, you're a little bit down. You don't have to scream at a guy. You don't have to get in their face. You don't. Sometimes just a simple words. Do something. Anything. Anything. And then it's so funny because I'm watching the games and then they interview him. And I'm like, why you interview this guy? I'd rather you interview an Orange. And Orange has more fucking character missing the personality and this guy sitting there talking i mean it's fucking sucks but you know what they're in there and and, and and no one wants to see milwaukee there no one does they really don't this series is is you know what but if you're a true basketball fan to watch phoenix and it's a shame because this is why i wanted brooklyn to see brooklyn's big three and phoenix go at it that would have been phenomenal series even atlanta I would have loved to see an Atlanta too because to put a Nate McMillan against Monty Williams, that to me, a real true basketball fanatic wants to see that. That's what we want to see. We want to see the matchups. We want to see the coaching, not just the regular fan that comes on and says, oh, okay. Oh, look at this ad. You know, nah, You real basketball people want to see this. They want to get excited. And the series is excited. Don't get me wrong. It's just against the wrong team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Again, um, Middleton and, um, Drew Holiday, sort of, uh, pumped it up for the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, especially the closeout game. And then, um, you know, as soon as Giannis comes back, which was a nasty uh, spill he took on the leg, but he came back and as soon as he comes back, they just sort of lay back and they're like two and two a. And it's just like, it it just didn't work out, man. You want to see some enthusiasm and, you know, see those guys uh, make shots and it's almost like they defer to him. You know, Giannis is on the sideline screaming when coach bud should have been the one that should have been screaming, showing something. And those guys uh, just appeared to be tuning them out, man. And
1: and, and on top of it, you're playing a a Phoenix team. That's hungry. So if you're not bringing your a game, this is not even going to be close. I mean, honestly, I can see them getting swept, you know, and it, it, listen, you watching, Chris Paul wants this. You know he wants it. You can, you can feel it when he brings that ball up. Devin Booker, listen, he's a superstar. And, and, and if it wasn't for this situation in the bubble last year, they would have been it. I mean, they were one player away. Chris Paul got them over the top. They got great coaching. They got a deep bench. They got, they, they, their starting five is just great. And, I, you know, it's a shame because I would have loved to seen them against a legitimate other Eastern team. And Milwaukee's not the legitimate team, but you know, it's still, you know, it's still the finals and they're, they're no slouch. Milwaukee's no slouch. Don't think for one second I, I'm, I'm knocking them. I'm not knocking them, but they're just not enough to beat Phoenix. Phoenix not is just, sure. he, they're going to win this and they deserve to win it because they play hard. They come out there, they're coached right. And it's nice to watch a team that plays hard, that has the, the desire to win that, that, that they feel it and, 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 and they want it. Milwaukee doesn't want it enough. You can't have too many guys. You know, and again, like I said, they played a lot of games. They have played a lot of games. So you got to be able to get in there and make adjustments, maybe give these guys some kind of rest. Brooklyn lost because they they went on Durant way too much. He played 42 minutes. Listen, these are professional athletes, but they do get tired. They're human too. And even though that's their job, you can't put a guy out there for 42 minutes playing against the best of the best. You just can't do it. You're never going to win. That's just what it comes
0: down to. The other thing that I've observed is that, uh, you know, as soon as Giannis goes to the bench, uh, Phoenix gets it up, pumps it up a notch, and they, you know, get on a 5-0 run or they're up eight or whatever, and, they you know, they score, and as soon as they see Giannis go to the bench, that middle gets cleared out, and they do what they got to do to get it inside to whomever, man, and they they get those uh, runs going. So we're watching game three right now, tonight, uh, 7-11, like a slurpee, July 11th. So we'll see how this turns out. I think there's going to be a Phoenix sweep. Unfortunately, sorry uh, to all the TV advertisers and whatnot, but Milwaukee just, I don't think has what it takes to.
1: And and another thing I want to say, uh, uh, Brother Noomsky, I know they're talking about ratings and, you know, I I know a lot of these sports, they go on their ratings and, 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 but listen, just, just the, just the two sports, we just talked about hockey and basketball The playoffs have been great playoffs, especially with the NBA. And you know what? I think this year is even better because, you know, every year you get, you know, they talk about the super teams and whatnot. You know, sometimes you want to see a different champion. Yeah. You know, it's not the same team. You know, I, that's why I don't like the Lakers. You know, LeBron wants to bring all his friends and they want to play. And you know what? Karma catches up to you. Catches up. So now you're watching the playoffs that it's wide open. It's anybody's game. Yeah. And, if and you know, unlike hockey where you can get hot with a right goalie. No. These guys have been good the whole season. This wasn't a fluke that Phoenix fell in. Phoenix didn't fall in. Not like Atlanta. Atlanta didn't fall in either. But they looked deceiving because they got a new coach. And they were slowly coming in. And when they beat the Knicks, I was like, oh, you know, and I said it too. I thought the Knicks, because I was, you know, I'm a little blindsided because I'm a fan. But when you watched them play, you saw that which is a better team. Atlanta, which is a better talented team. Yeah. And now if Trey Young doesn't get hurt, this is a whole completely different series, you know? Yeah. But again, Milwaukee's been, and I, I, my hat's off to Giannis. He hurt himself. I didn't think he was coming back. And let me tell you right now, if Giannis doesn't play in this, this is easy. They shouldn't even go, go four games. They should have been like two games and we out, because you're not winning this. You know, but Giannis did come back, and my hats off to Giannis. He's playing hurt. You know, I mean, he looks good. He's in there, but they just—they're just, they're not a well-meshed team. They're really not. So Absolutely. What we're gonna see, hopefully, you know, I I want to say five games only because I want to see an extra game. But you know, and and to see Phoenix win it at home would be nice. So I want to see Phoenix win it at home. So I I'm gonna say Milwaukee's gonna take one game at
0: home. There you go. Are right, we gonna switch up a little bit while we're on the subject of basketball? Mm-hmm. Man, last night was a crazy night. Team USA Basketball, Uh, first tune-up for the Olympics, loses to Team Nigeria. I believe the score was 90-87. to Mike Brown, as last seen as head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, is the coach for Nigeria. Seven uh, players on Team Nigeria have NBA experience, including the Miami Heat's precious, I can't even say it, precious Achua. God bless you. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, first uh, tune-up game there in Vegas, uh, 90 to 87. USA is without some guys. Some guys are still uh, playing uh, in the NBA playoffs. So wake up, call for US Team USA. Something to be worried about or nothing to be worried about?
1: Yeah, it's something to be worried about because what you got there. And, and, and again, it's been a long season, you know, with, with all this going on. Um, hopefully, you know, this was that, that one, that tune-up game that they, they realized. You know, don't forget, a lot of these guys that are playing now, I mean, you got Durant playing, you know, you had is playing. These guys played. You know, they have some time off, but they got to be tired. You know, they played long series. And now that you got this and they lost, get it out the way. You still got more guys coming. Once, once the finals is over, you're going to have guys playing from there. So, you know, maybe they're a little shorthanded. I mean, I'm not too concerned. I think they'll still take it. I think it should be closer games. But, you know, it's, it's still, you don't want to see America lose. That's what it is. We got the best of the best. You know, we, these guys are fucking millionaires. And then they're going overseas to represent us, and then they lose. So, you know, I'm not too concerned about it. Like I said, it was, it's a warm-up game. If they come home with the bronze or something less than that, then, yeah, it's a big mistake. And that's only happened once, and I don't think it's going to happen this year. Like I said, once, once the, the rest of the, 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 the teams, uh, the finals are finished and the rest of the guys come in, then it's going to be good. But yet, I do have to say, and 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 you sent this to me, and I'm very glad you sent this to me. July 10th, do you know what July
0: 10th is, Brother Noomsky? What is July 10th? July 10th is the big three, my friend. That's right, that's right. They kicked off uh, yesterday. didn't get a chance to uh, see many of the games. They uh, got games and I think this year in Vegas, New Orleans, and the Bahamas. They're going international. So uh, pretty interesting uh, for those guys. So yeah, we'll continue to uh, spotlight on that. and. Ex NBA ballers and college ballers that are in there, and that's uh, always exciting. Those guys uh, go hard uh, in the and, and in we're the gonna grade. we're
1: gonna put this up on our in our on our, on the Instagram site uh, because most of the games are on Saturdays. Um, I'm looking at the schedule as we speak. Most of the games are, like I said, on Saturdays, uh, three, four o'clock, two o'clock. So please, if you guys want to see, you know, because once once the finals is over, there's really not much left as far as sports go, but this is something that's enjoyable. It really is. This is something that to keep you hang, keep a little hangover, you know, to watch basketball. It really is entertaining. So I'm glad this is back and I'm glad that they, and I tell you, I'm watching watching the game as we speak, place is packed, packed yeah. my friend, you know? And it's another thing that I want to say, that's why Canada didn't, didn't deserve, didn't deserve even to get Montreal in there. You know, you. I can't see how you put 3,500 people in, this, in in the stadium and there's 40,000 people outside. I mean, that's crazy, you know? And you're going to sit there and say, no, we don't want you dirty Americans here. Well, stupid Canada, you didn't win it again. Yeah, There you go.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, let's flip over to baseball. Let's go standings first. We'll talk about the uh, MLB um, starters and reserves, and then we'll let you uh, – talk about coaching your Yankees and I'll be very brief on my nationals. Very, very discussed. Yeah. I,
1: I'm, I'm drinking a little coffee, my friend, because uh, uh, if anyone's watched this game today and I, I don't, I don't even, you know what, I'm going to let you go ahead because I'm going to go on a rant and uh, a rant for the ages. And I don't want to do that right now. So go ahead and finish up what you got to do. And then I'll talk about it when, when you're done.
0: Gotcha. National league East at the halfway point, the New York Mets up three and a half games. They are, um, you know, Looking uh, pretty right now, 47 and 40. And then there's a log jam for second, third, and fourth. The Nationals are looking good and in second before they went and they got uh, swept by the Dodgers before they went out west. And then they got uh, swept by uh, whom? San Francisco. Uh, unbelievable at this point. So Nationals- they got a tough
1: schedule, Brother Noobski. They really do got a tough schedule.
0: They got to pull it together 42 and 47, only six games out, but you know, six games is a lot of ground to make up at the halfway mark. Listen, Milwaukee, they got a four game lead. Chicago had lost 10 or 11 in a row. You know, yeah. who's on the come up Cincinnati, red six games above hundred. Forty-eight and 42. They won three in a row going on the break. And I told you about my man, Jesse Winker. We'll get into the MLB all-star starters. You got to get a guy from Buffalo. And,
1: and I, I got to tell you, I don't know if you saw it. I, they interviewed Jesse Winker. And, man, what a, what a, just, what, what a just humble guy. Yeah. You know, he really was. And I, I, I know you mentioned him before. And for some reason, I, I just I never really. I mean, I know who the, you know, I watched the team. I never really paid attention to him. But sometimes you listen to some of these interviews. And the guy's just a real humble guy, just a nice. He was just really just, just grateful and, and, and privileged that he was being selected. So I just got to shout that out to him because I I didn't expect that from him. And it it just was a really nice interview uh, if if you ever get a chance to listen to it.
0: The other thing that you told me they have me cracking up on the tech stream... I didn't know Jesse Winker was white. I swear, I'm telling you, I was like, yo, I
1: was like, who's this white guy on the TV? I said, that's the, where's Winker at? And I'm like, Oh <laughs> shit, that is Winker. I said, Oh damn. I thought Jesse Winker was black. Don't ask yeah. me why. I just thought he was black. I would have never known he was the white guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, it's hilarious. Then out in, uh, in our West, the uh, Giants, uh, they are 25 games above 557 57 and 32, but only a two-game lead on the Dodgers. Um, Giants are four game have on a four-game win streak uh, right now. Going into the break, Dodgers two back, uh, Padres uh, are uh, six back, and then forget about it, Colorado 15, 18 games back. Arizona Diamondbacks 32
1: and a half games. This is I think this is one of the toughest toughest uh, um, um, divisions in, in in the game today. I mean the Dodgers I, I and again I I'm going to continue saying this for the rest of the season. I love watching the Dodgers and the Padres. They bring a complete game a, a complete team to to, to to the field. The same with the Giants. I mean this is going to be going back and forth. Padres, you know, they're, 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 they're trying to compete, but the Dodgers are going to take that division. You know, San Fran is just, is in a good spot right now. They're, they're in a hot streak. I can't see them contain, uh, keeping up this up. Dodgers just have a better team. Now it might be a little slip up because now pitcher from the Dodgers is not playing. Um, he's suspended. Well, not suspended. He's on leave of absence yeah, because wife. of the whole sex sex scandal that's going on right now. Yeah. So let's see how that works out with their pitching staff. Cause I know that's, that's a big, that's a big hit for them up there. So
0: that's going to be crazy, man, to see how that works out. But damn man, San Francisco, 57 wins before the break. That only means that you got to win like only 48 more 38 more games to uh, you know, get to 95 wins. So uh, we'll, we'll see uh, how that is and, and monitor those guys going to skip over the American league East division for a minute, Chicago white Sox. They have a eight game lead right now winners of six in a row as they go into the break 54 and 35 shout out to Tim Anderson he brings it and he plays baseball the way it should be played with speed he's smart and he brings it to the park with enthusiasm every day he loves baseball and it shows when you see somebody that loves what they do it's very very easy to get a good result so Cleveland six of eight games back right now they've won three in a row. 45 and 43, and then uh, out in the West, the uh, Houston Oscar, the Grouches, uh, they won one game today. I know what you'll talk about that in a moment. Oh, my gosh. 55 and 38 with Oakland three and a half back, and then Seattle, uh, the LA Angels, despite the heroics of uh, baseball Jesus, Shohei Ohtani, and the Texas Rangers, 19 and a half games back. Now, the AL East, Boston, up a game and a half on Tampa, and um, Toronto is eight and a half back. The Yankees, your Yankees, sir, are 46 and 43. Looked like they were gonna sweep Houston until today and then Baltimore 26 and a half games, uh, 26 games back, and they lost four in a row. What happened? It was seven, two in the ninth I, I, and, with the and, Yankees okay. and, the, and the Oscar the Grouches. Be, and, before
1: I even get to this point, let, let, let me explain to you, okay. I, this, if, if I'm going to change this team, because this team, this team is not going to make the playoffs, they're not. So anyone thinks out there they're going to make the playoffs, unless there's major changes, they're not making it. I would first, what I would do, first, there's three things I would do automatically if I want to shake this team up. One is get rid of Boone. Boone is horrible. I'm tired of hearing, and there's radio stations that keep saying it's not Boone's fault. Hal Steinbrenner came on and he said, it's management's fault. Yes, management decided to put a team together. They're all righties. You put a right-handed team in a stadium that is left-handed friendly, okay? That's just ballsy, okay? I can see if they're all left-handed in a left-handed stadium, then that makes sense. They're all righties. That's one. Two is you decided to pick up a call. And I said it from, Nookie, we talk about this all the time. Boom would have been fired last year in the playoffs. Last year in the playoffs. Don't tell me it's not the manager's fault. Granted, management has gone ahead and picked this man, but it's the manager that dictates the tempo of the team, the feel of the team, the day to day uh, activities of the team. That to watch the Yankees, their fielding is horrible. Horrible. You have guys that are just in wrong positions, there's no feel that's one that's the biggest thing I see right off the bat there's no fear with the Yankees there's no emotion so you know what they they could have swept Houston today with no problem but that's the only team they're going to sweep because they feel like they were robbed that's it now all the rest of the games they go through that's the coach the coach has no feel he comes out and he says oh we lost 17 to three but you know they hit well what the fuck I don't even understand first of all today I the moment I get that that game is finished, I fire. Boom. There's no reason you're up seven to two in the ninth inning. Seven to two, they gave up six runs in the ninth inning, and then they lose nine to eight, and then eight to seven. I mean, I just unbelievable. So you get rid of Boone. I'm tired of hearing this. It's completely his fault. That team plays like him. They're just so lackadaisical. So even if they would have swept Houston, they're still gonna lose three out of four. A good team's gonna win a series. Two out of three, three out of four, or even split. They're not winning. Just because they're three games over 500, they got the third highest payroll in baseball. They can't do shit. You watch the Dodgers. You watch. You even watch the White Sox. These guys score runs. They hit. These don't hit. If you don't hit a home, and I'm tired of hearing if they don't hit a home run, they're professional baseball players. They gotta hit the ball. Hit the ball where the guys are not. That's the whole purpose of the game. If you hit the ball where the guys not, you can run. They leave too many guys on base. There's too many issues. So one boom has gone. He's horrible. That you know. And, and we again, we've seen some of the worst coaching. He's the worst. Co- the Jets have one of the worst football coaches we've ever seen worst coach. Then we've had, I don't even want to talk about the Knicks because the Knicks just had a long line of bad coaches. Then you have Boone (laughs) is just by far one of the worst coach. I'm watching now in Milwaukee, uh, another horrible coach. So as as good as we've seen some of the greatest coaches, we're seeing some of the worst coaches. There's no, I I don't understand how I watched the game. Andal hard's playing left field. The ball's hit in the air and uh, 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 he's running for the ball. The center fielder, I believe, uh, was Gardner. He's running for it and they bump into each other. He caught the ball. Where's the fundamentals at? There's no fundamentals being taught. That's okay. You can have cybergenics, Cybertron, whatever you want. It's still the manager has to be able to tell the team, this is what we gotta do. They have to set a plan. They have to practice. This is what we do. Okay, granted fundamentals are in Little League, but when you get to the game, you still have to teach it to these guys. These guys think because you have Yankees on your shirt, you're gonna win. No, it doesn't work that way. You gotta be able to still manage the tempo of the team, the feel of the team. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do it at all. So now because they they swept them when they came to New York, they should have swept them today. That's I, I, You know what? I'm gonna. I, I don't even know what happened in the, the game. I, once they started scoring, I got so disgusted, I shut it off because it seemed like no one even cared. It's like there was no feeling. They're about to lose in the ninth inning. You would think someone would stop. Time out. Time out. Get to the mound. Let's talk. I'm not losing this fucking game. You understand? I'm not losing this game. And then what did they do? Uh, last week, Angels came to New York. We were talked about this, and I said, "Oh, this is great." Otani was pitching the third game right so I said oh this is gonna be great see Otani pitch against the Yankees you mean to tell me you're gonna sit judge down now I don't know whose call that was and supposedly it was Boone's call if it was Boone's call and I'm judge I'm going in there with my bat and I'm breaking everything you're putting me in the game I don't give a fuck about rest I am playing this game this is Otani. This is, this is baseball. Jesus. I want to hit a homeowner for this guy to show him that I'm the one who should be getting this big contract. He didn't play. What kind of shit is that? So if it doesn't come from judge, if it doesn't come from boom. I listen, I'm telling you right now, I don't want judge signs. He's 30 years old. He's not got another year and a half on his contract. He looks great because everyone else sucks. That's another thing. Get rid of him, trade him too. Because if you keep him, you sign him to a long-term contract, you're going to have the same problem you have with Stan Stan Listen, we and we've talked about this over. We're stuck with him. He does produce in the playoffs, but he hurts us because you can't put him anywhere else except for DH. So now if you put him in the outfield, you can put someone else into DH. You can put Andahar into DH because he's a good hitter. You can't even put him in the outfield because the guy doesn't know what he's doing. So I get rid of Boone first. And I got to say this. You got to get rid of Gardner. I can't take watching him anymore. He's, he's lost his step and it's a shame. There's so many injuries that they gotta keep him in the game. Get rid of him. You wanna shake things up and say, listen, none of you motherfuckers are safe. I'm getting rid of Garner. I'm releasing him. The next guy who wants to talk shit, you can go hang out with Garner. That's it. And the third, the most important thing, well, I, I could say it's first. I would send Frazier down send him down and put a package together and get him the fuck out of there. This guy can't play the field. He hurts me more than Andujar. I watch Andujar and he's not an outfielder. He's a third baseman. So he tries. Frazier doesn't know how to hit a cutoff man. He's a little whiny bitch. He complains. He can't hit why he's even playing listen i'd rather give someone else who's hitting 119 and put him in the game you can't i watched the game he twice the balls hit to him and he doesn't hit the cutoff man and they score on him that's the if i was the coach come here come here you don't want, do me a favor go sit down you're not playing back in the game you're not going back in the game why are you putting these guys in the game you let them go ahead and do what they want to do so now you're watching these games it's, it's horrible to watch at least they won the two games I mean, first of all, you get swept in Boston. You let Boston come to Yankee Stadium. You get swept in Yankee Stadium. There's no emotion. Nothing. I got more emotion now talking about them than they do on the team. You're amped up, my I, friend. Because I can't. I, you know, i watched this. Now, I've, I've been a Yankee fan all my life. And, I, you know, you hear all these guys that call up on the shows. I've been a Yankee fan all my life. Listen. And I tell you I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee fan. My father back in the day at the old Yankee Stadium, he used to watch, he used to clean out the taps. So... He would pull me out of school and I was like maybe six, seven years old, pull me out of school, go to Yankee stadium, you know, when they were away, and there's no one in the stadium, you know, but I get to know the guys. They brought me through the lockers. Ah, it was one of the greatest thrills of my life. You know, once in a while I got a little dangerous. You know what I did? I ran around the bases, no bases, but I ran around <laughs> the thing. It was like the greatest, I was like, I was so scared, but I used to do it. I used to hang out there and like, and then, you know when I was young, I didn't understand. I was like, why is my father always doing his job? You know, he does it like it was like once a month. You know, we would go there in the morning. By the time he left, he was, he acted like a little, he was always happy. And I'm like, why is he, I didn't understand because I was young. But I realized now that after you clean the taps, you got to taste the beer. So after cleaning all those taps, my father was, we man, he was chugging him like, oh, this one's good. i going out to the next one. You know, so <laughs> I, those memories always stay with me. And I'm, I've been a Yankee fan all my life and it, it, it's, it's great. But to see this now, and you know what? I don't want to take get rid of Cashman. Cashman has, has he, he's, the, he's the orchestrator of this. He's the one who decided to make this righties. He, he put the team together. He didn't want Joe Girardi there. He didn't want no headaches. He didn't want no butting heads. And I understand why you bring Boone in, but Boone should be his own man and still be able to manage that team. He's not managing the team. He's gotta go. He's gotta go. Do I think Cashman should go? Not necessarily. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. He, he picked up uh, Kluber. That was a big, big chance. He had one no-hitter and that's it. He blew out his arm again. But what happens if it works? You know, we talk about this all the time, Nuki. What happens if Pat Riley Takes John Starks. If John Starks hits 1 3, the Knicks beat the Houston Rockets. So, it, you know, sometimes you get that gut feeling you stay within. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. And in this case, it ain't working. None of it's working. So yeah, I, every time I, and I don't even like watching them. I don't, there's just no feel. And you know, you can, I, can, I can go down the list of players and, and tell you about everybody, but it's, it's, there's no feel to the game. There's no, there's no enjoyment. And then, and then Judge, he hit a home run yesterday. They won one zip yesterday. You know, he runs around the bases. He opened up his shirt. Okay, listen, that's fine. But you can't do that. If you're not, you can't, you gotta be able to know you're a good team. Yeah. You know, it's like the whole thing. Don't do the bad flip. If you're gonna, if it's gonna piss you off, then strike him out. Yeah. Don't run around the bases and open your shirt. You still got one more game to play, my man. Don't do it. And then where did you go? All for three today, you know. So all that big with the, you know, with the opening up the shirt. Come on, you know. First of all, I think you're a bitch because you couldn't even play against Otani, and look what happened. Otani got pulled in the first inning. Yeah. first inning he couldn't throw a strike could you imagine putting judge in there and he would look like a superstar nothing would have been said then the next day was a reindeer so he got two days so you mean to tell me you couldn't put that man into play i'm telling you right now and, and that's why i said it from the beginning of the show we're not tough guy sports radio because we are just talking shit. this is i i would have had a fit you want to pay me i i don't give a fuck i'm hitting against Otani. that's just it that's very simple this very lackluster attitude towards this—I don't understand. I'm not—I'm going. I want to win, and I want to play against the best. That's how it's always been, brother Nuzuki. You knew this. You, we, we know this. We don't want to play the bullshit teams. We want to play the best of the best. And if we lose, we lose. That's just what it comes down to. So if I'm one of the best hitters in the game, I want to play against one of the best players in the game. Just that simple. You can't sit there and tell me, "Oh, I don't want to play. I need two days off. I don't give a fuck who it is. I would have came out. And I would have listen, you know what? We, we talk about different athletes. Keshawn Johnson. We talk about it all the time. And I'm not a big fan of him, but he doesn't know. He knows exactly what to say when he has to say it. If that would have been him, he would have said, "Listen, I'm playing. I was not put. I was not put in the lineup because they took me out. I would blow everybody up. I don't give a fuck. It's not coming on me, especially if I want to play. And these guys don't want to play. oh, because the analytics say I can't. I can't bat. Fuck you. I'm playing."
0: As Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So I definitely uh, agree with you wholeheartedly. You want to get up there and face the best. All right, let's uh, go to these uh, MLB All-Star Game rosters. Speaking of the man, it's funny now because uh, Judge and Otani are going to be teammates for one night. So let's do the AL starters first. Perez, the catcher from the Royals. Vladdy Jr., first base from the Blue Jays. Also from the Blue Jays, second baseman, Marcus Simeon. Third baseman is going to be Rafael Devers from the Red Sox. Uh, Xander Bogarts is going to be a shortstop from Boston. Mike Trout is injured, but he did get voted in in the outfield, as did Aaron Judge and Teoscar Hernandez. And, of course, designated hitter, as aforementioned, uh, baseball Jesus, Shohei Ohtani. 33 home runs, leads the league, 70 RBIs on a pace for 66 and 140 RBIs. At $3 million a year may be the best bargain ever in Major League Baseball history. Um, we'll go ahead and round out the pitchers. Got Barnes oh, but, but from you.
1: But you, you're missing something, uh, Brother Lumsky.
0: You sent me the other day. Who am I missing? Te- tell, tell, him what he, what, tell him what he doesn't do. So Buster Olney is going to cover the uh, All-Star game for ESPN, and he does due diligence. He's a wonderful reporter. Well, smartest, smartest man. Him and Tim Curchin have mad respect for him. He's interviewing the staff from the Angels. Sho- Shohei Otani is also going to be in the home run hitting contest. He says to the coaches, So what's um, you know, Shohei Otani's um batting practice routine? The coach says he does not take batting practice. Does some oh swings gosh. underneath in the tunnel, but doesn't take batting practice with everybody else at field level with the cages. I'm like, this man does not take batting practice and he's just cranking them. I mean, he hit one yesterday that I think is going to hit that rocket ship that that guy, Richard Branson was (laughs) bringing the people around the moon. (laughs) Exactly. What is it? Oh, snap. I mean, he cranked it like 450 feet and they're going to be in this air in Colorado. Oh my gosh, man. That stadium will not be able to hold them the over under for Balls, home runs hit out of that park. I'm going to set it at seven and a half. I'm going to take the over at least oh, one. Definitely, definitely. Every guy should hit one out. And uh, yeah, that Coors Field, I don't know if they're going to win beer for the people, or whatever, but that's going to be crazy. Also, another fact. Did you hear this? Coors Brewing took the ice from the Lightning's Arena, scraped it up. They flew it overnight to the Coors factory in Colorado. They're gonna purify the ice and they're gonna make a special brew for the Lightning and they're gonna sell certain cans. So they took the ice, they scraped it, sent it overnight, purified it, and they're gonna make a champion's brew. Man, I wonder what that tastes like. Yeah, well, you know
1: what? I'm spitting on the ice all the time. (laughs) I'm punching people in the face. There's blood all over the place. Yeah, let's make the ice one of my drinks. Oh yeah, I'm definitely buying that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're gonna COVID, COVID in the can. There you go. They're spit with their nose on the ice. Yeah, let's scrape that all up. <laughs>
0: they're, gonna, they're gonna purify it. I wonder how it's gonna taste. They should call it blood, sweat, and tears is what they should call it. That's what oh, they should call I, I
1: want to see who drinks it and, and what they say about it. Cause I, that, I'm staying away from that one.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's go into um, the starters for National League. Posey's <laughs> the catcher from the Giants. Um, Freddie Freeman from the Braves, first base. Adam Frazier from the Pirates. Maybe the Yankees could trade Clint Frazier for Adam Frazier and they'd be uh, good to go. Something you could to trade think about. Clint
1: Frazier for a hot dog guy and I would take it at this point. That guy <laughs> sucks. Sucks.
0: As I predicted, Nolan Arenado, third baseman from the Cardinals, will go back uh, to the team where he played the stadium, where he played with the Rockies. going to be your starting uh, third baseman, Fernando Tatis Jr. with the Padres That's short. Oh, man, sorry to hear this. Ronald Acuna, Braves, going for uh, a catch towards ACL. He's out for the season. So he did get voted in, but uh, Torres ACL on Saturday. So sorry to hear that. Um, very, very sad. Um, you know, uh, Braves are just uh, sort of trying to do their thing and, and come up, and to lose that guy, that's going to hurt their chances of getting in the playoffs uh, a lot. Well, well a you lot. know
1: what? Another two thing, Nookie, a lot of, there's a lot of guys that are just not playing. Yeah, You know, uh, DeGrom's not going to pitch. Um, I think Bradley's not playing, um, you know, so there's just a lot of guys. And we didn't want to talk about the, the the Houston trash cans because these guys, I think they, you know what, I, I, you know, uh, the two guys that said they're not going to play. Um, I think, think it's, at this point, it's just like a smack in the face, you know, like they don't, there's, there's no, there's, I mean, I can understand, like DeGrom, I can understand completely he's not going to play. Yeah. You know, but if there's other a pitcher, guys,
0: I understand. Yeah,
1: but I mean, he's a pitcher that's going to blow his arm out the way he's going. And I, I really would like to see him for the rest of the season on, on meaningful games, not a, a non-meaningful game. You know, yeah. this is a fun game. I mean, in, 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 you know, we and I, we, we watched the home on Derby. We haven't watched it in a few years because it's just been, just, just been, you know, nothing worth watching, but we're definitely going to watch this year, you know, especially with Atani because he brings a different element to the game. and We're going to enjoy watching it. But outside of that, I mean, it's just, no one really wants to watch the all-star game. No one wants to play it. You know, you're not really getting the real 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 good games there. I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. There's some incentives what makes these guys that want to play. But for the most part, it's really the home run derby for me. And I'll probably watch a couple innings, you know. And if if Otani's pitching, I'll watch when he pitches. And then just to see how many home runs. Outside of that, I I have no interest, to be honest with you. really have no interest.
0: Absolutely. Then rounding out the outfield starters, two Cincinnati Reds, man. Nick Castellanos and my main man, Jesse Winker. So he's he's gonna, a white guy. If no
1: one knows, he's a white guy.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna call MVP right now. I'm gonna take uh, one guy that's obvious and one guy that's uh, an underdog. So I'm gonna say Otani is gonna be the All Star Game MVP, but my dark horse Jesse Winker. So we'll see. We'll see. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: do one better with you. I'm gonna stay with the same team. I think Castellanos is no joke. I'm we'll gonna see. go with Castellanos on that one. But he's Jesse Winker, he's, he's he's no joke either. Yeah, they, they, they Those two guys right there, good matchup. And I'm glad they're playing.
0: Absolutely. So AL Reserves, we'll go through these quickly. Uh, Zanino from the Rays. We got uh, Jared Walsh from the Angels. Uh, Jose, the short guy from the Trash Can bank. He's not playing.
1: He's not playing. He's not playing. That's right. Yeah.
0: Just uh, just named or voted in or selected oh, okay. as uh, all-star guys. Um, not too many other guys that, uh, we know too much about Michael Bradley, obviously, um, you know, JD Martinez and Nelson Cruz from the twins. I mean, this guy, he's like 47 years old and he's still playing. He's like the new Fred McGriff, like my goodness, man, this guy's still hitting bombs out there. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. And then some of the, um, NL reserves guys that got voted in. Uh, Yadier Molina he's, he's not, not playing either he said no. he
1: wasn't playing yeah
0: yeah he's not gonna play uh, J, uh, JT Real Muto from the Phillies uh, you got Ozzy Albies from the Braves um, who else is in there you got um, Eduardo Escobar from the D-backs uh, Justin Turner who had a grand slam his first grand slam the other night from the Dodgers Trey Turner from the Nationals is in there Mookie Betts, obviously, from the Dodgers. I think Mookie
1: Betts is not playing either. I think he pulled out.
0: That is correct. He's pulled out. And um, Juan Soto from the Nationals, uh, he got in as well. So we're going to see how this goes. Kyle Schwarber is hurt. Um, He got selected, but um, he's got some real bad hamstring problems. So that's where we are as far as uh, MLB All-Star Game is concerned. So at the halfway mark, about to hit 100 games once those guys come off break. And then after that, 62 games to go, man. The countdown and The serious baseball gets on, man. So we're going to see what's going on with that. Yeah, because now
1: the home stretch is coming in. So now the teams are going to, you're going to see teams just going to separate from from the rest of the pack.
0: Exactly. Now, we talked about uh, USA basketball a little bit earlier. It's a state of emergency, they say now in Japan and Tokyo for the Olympics. No fans. They were going to let Japanese fans in, but they're saying that the variant, the Delta variant, is spreading. And uh, to stem that off, they're having a state of emergency and no fans uh, in Tokyo. How's this going to be Olympics with no fans, man? I don't know about this. Uh,
1: you know, I, 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 uh,
0: it's almost,
1: I, I don't want to say a conspiracy theory. I mean, they did this after everyone was set up and done. It's almost its almost like, oh, you know what? Let's get everyone that's confirmed in, and then we're going to pull the rug out from under them. You know? It's such bullshit. I mean, it's the Olympics. It's every four years. I mean, they could have, listen, if it was that much of an issue, they could have pushed it back a little bit more. Everybody in sports did that. They could have pushed it back, put the fans there. And in this situation, you know, a lot of these kids, younger kids from all over the world, they're coming to see this. You bring your families with you. It's important to them. I mean, that's something that's, I mean, I, I would cancel the Olympics and wait till you can put the fans there because that's more important than anything else than just having, you know, it's not like it's in the States. We have the bubble. We do this. You know, you're talking the whole world. So why can't we make this condition where everyone can come and play and enjoy it? Why do it where just, it's just the athletes now, you know, because honestly, if that's the case, why would I go? Why do you want to go at this point? I mean, it's different. Like the the, the basketball, these guys are millionaires. They're paid. These kids are trying to make a name for themselves. Now you're going to go out there. You know, you want your family there. You're nervous. You know, it's the first time you're doing this. Now you can't do this because now Japan decides, ah, we don't want it. And I guaranteed if they did this way before everyone was confirmed, a lot of people wasn't going to go. And that's why they didn't do it. They were that stupid. They said, they said, you know what? Wait till everyone. Con- okay. Now no fans. Well, I don't want to play. I don't want to go. You know, when we had a situation just recently that the uh, the track, the track store, uh,
0: she's Shakira not going Richardson. now. Yes. Yeah.
1: She's not going now. And maybe she lucked out not going because yeah. now there's no fans there. So what I'm going to, I mean, you're going to watch it on TV, but you know, people now that the pandemic is over, people are going out. People are doing more. There's, you know, so a lot of the ratings have not been as high as they wanted to because people want to just, you know, enjoy life back again. You know, but I'm not going to be sitting there watching and then watching a lot of these athletes and they don't have their families there. You know, that 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 that's wrong. Like yeah. I said, they should easily just said, you know what, let's just push this back six months. What is it going to hurt? It's okay, it's fine. It's some Olympics, so you you push it back two three months and you then you can do it. I mean. Come on, you know, yeah. the whole yeah. world's watching and you, you're you going to shit on everybody? Eh, they said, fuck it, we're Japan. We can do whatever the fuck we want to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, where's yeah. Godzilla when you need him?
0: <laughs> I want to piggyback on something that you said. I want to give a shout out to Shakiri Richardson. If you don't know her, she's the uh, USA sprinter, the world's fastest woman, tested positive for THC. Her biological mother uh, passed away um, and she had a pretty tough uh, and rocky relationship uh, with her. And um, test positive for THC, so she uh, had a 30-day suspension. Uh, told was told that she would not be in the 100-meter dash. Then there's a group of coaches that could have selected her to be on the 4 by 100-meter relay, and they didn't pick her. Uh, I want. I, we will get the names of these coaches because if they don't win the gold medal, they will be um, the they will be fools for some time to come. Um, especially when the world is is coming after us in so many sports but you want to know what last night was the espies she wasn't hiding from nobody she didn't have a repressed personality she was there talking with you know um um, dominique foxworth and the folks from undefeated and espn and looked like she was living her best life so hats off to her you know um Things can be tough, life can be tough. And, you know, a lot of people would have hid and just, you know, not been out in public. She was out there just having a good old time and, and having her best life and, and hats off to her, man. You know, um, you've had a parent pass away. I've had a parent pass away and that's a tough, tough thing. And God knows what we may have done, you know, if we didn't have good family structure. Uh, Shakari's grandmother was there with her. In fact, she hugged her after the uh, finals in the 100 uh, in the Olympic trials. But, um, you know, she didn't hide or anything like that. And she's out there living her life. So hats off to her. I wish her nothing but success. I know four years until, or three years until the next Olympics is gonna be a a long, long time, but she's gonna be out there doing her thing. And I don't see nothing but great, good, not good, great things for her ahead as she moves forward. And she's, uh, uh, you look up uh, resiliency in the dictionary and she's already there as the definition.
1: Uh, no question. I mean, you know, this is another thing. First of all, I can see if, if weed was enhancing you running faster or, or lifting more. It's not, you know, that to me, that, that rule's got to get, they got to get that out of there. You know, it's weed. It ain't, you know, you rather have a guy hooked on co- uh, 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 perks and, and all that. And that's okay. You know, you become a drug addict on, on just popping painkillers. But weed is, is wrong. I can see if it was enhancing your speed or something like that. It's not, they, they got to get rid of that shit. It got to go. And listen, you know what? I think the best thing that happened to her was she got caught. She's going to make money now. She's going to make money and she's going to probably represent every weed company out there. And I hope she does because now <laughs> she can say, you know what? Fuck you guys. You guys didn't want me to run because I had a little problem. Your mother just passed. You serious? Listen, God forbid my mother passes. I'm doing crack. I'm listen. I don't, if I got to go to a job interview, I'm not making it. There's no way. And you're going to, you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, you, you were smoking, smoking weed. She was smoking weed. Again, and- and it, it doesn't enhance her. And she admitted to
0: it. She admitted
1: to it. And like you said, the coaches, fuck those coaches too. Come on. You mean to tell me, listen, I would put her on my team. Why not? I would be the only guy saying, listen, come on. Because I know if we don't win, we're going to smoke at the end of it. That I know for sure. We definitely doing that. So why not do that? I don't understand. So I hope hope she makes millions now. I really do. Because now she's going to wind up getting endorsed. And I'm telling you, this is the best thing that happened to her. Because you know what? She took a bad situation. And she made it good. And like you said, she was very gracious. She had no problem admitting what it was. And it was everyone under, Every I mean, I understood. And I wish her nothing but the best. And I want her to win because of that. Now you don't even put her on the team because it's weed. I can see if she was injecting steroids or, you know, yeah. how many times do you hear this guy doing this or doing that and, and then maxing it with, with, with hormones and things like that? No, she was just smoking weed because her mother passed. You mean to tell me you have to, you couldn't, Move that to the side and not say nothing. You made it a big deal. And I now, I hope, by all means, if she's listening out there, girl, you go run straight to the bank with all the money you're going to make. That's (laughs) all you need to worry about.
0: (laughs) I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, they could, you know, she should be the anchor leg, bottom line, point blank. No question, no question. And you can't make her an alternate just in case something goes wrong because you're going into a a country with a lot of people over there in Japan and closely tight-knit and packed. And somebody, God forbid, might come up with a sore throat, cold cough, You know, might tear ACL, hurt a leg, Mm -hmm. Uh, might get the COVID, test positive for the COVID. And you can't have her as an alternate just in case? Ridiculous. And and, and she knows she's
1: going in. Her mother's not there. Oh my gosh. This girl could have done anything. So she smoked a little weed just to take away the pain. Come on. You're going to sit there and you're going to tell me you're not going to put her, Okay, fine. She couldn't make the 100, but you couldn't put on the relay? You couldn't get one coach who had a heart that said, oh, well, we don't want her because that's going to cause us controversy. Fuck you, I want her. I Listen, I want to start a team right now and put her on the fucking relay on the team. <laughs> I, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. How can, you know, how can people just be so, and again, it's not an enhancer. It's not doing something that's giving her an edge over it. In fact, she probably even slower because she's smoking. So she's not as fast as everybody else. So you're going to sit there and you're going to justify all oh, because she was smoking weed, we don't want her. Fuck you guys.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <coughs> we, talked, we talked about that controversy. Well, let's get into one of the most controversial figures in all the sports oh, right here now. Here we go. Here you the go. The Notorious Connor McGregor, uh, UFC 264 last night. You watched it. I watched the highlights of the McGregor fight. So he broke his leg or his ankle? His ankle. He, <laughs> his ankle. He broke yes. his ankle. First round TKO doctor stoppage. So I'm gonna let you run with this. Is this the end for Conor McGregor? Oh, no
1: question. It was an end before he even got in the ring. He was, first of all, it was a good card. And I, I stood up to watch it because the other, the other four uh, main fights were good fights. And they were really good. You know, Conor McGregor was the least fight I wanted to watch. You know, he's the, the most famous name, highest paid athlete. He talks a lot of shit. And you know what, I just, you know, he was getting beat. He would have lost. There was no way he was gonna lose. But then what kills me is not only does you fall back and you break your ankle, he's sitting on the floor, talking shit to the other, you know, th- talking shit to the guy. And I'm just like, yo, my man, you just broke your ankle. You're on the floor. You were getting beat. I mean, come on, show some, some kind of dignity for yourself. You know? Oh yeah. I'm, I listen. If they're going to have a four fight, good luck. I'm not watching it. I wouldn't watch it and again. I'm glad they had the other four fights on it. The other four fights were a good fights. I mean, good. And in fact, I'm I'm gonna run down the fights because that McGregor fight, everyone heard about it. They saw about it. And I don't know if anyone else who's not like real fans know about the other fight. First fight of the night was Sean O'Malley. Listen, Sean O'Malley fought uh, Chris uh, Martino and he beat his ass. But this kid stood there for three rounds. The ref winds up ending it with like 30 seconds left in the third round, which I, at this point, the kid was bleeding all over the place. I don't know why he ended the fight. Ooh. I mean, Sean O'Malley, I don't think he should have ended it. Sean O'Malley even said, he was like, listen, the guy was getting hurt. He was going to be, you know, damaged later on. Yeah. But if you're going three rounds and he's, he's still coming at you and he's still swinging, let the fight go. But I can understand why. I mean, if that was the case, you should have stopped it in the second round, but, it let go, but that was a good fight. And I like Sean O'Malley. He talks a lot of shit. He's, he's a good guy, a good fighter. That was a good fight. Then after that, the women's fight. You had Irene Aldena fighting Yana Kuniskaya. Now, Yana Kuniskaya, she came in. Oh, and like the first fight, this kid took him on 11 days notice. That was another thing. So the wow. kid wasn't even ready. Yeah, it was 11 days notice. He came in here and this guy, is, let me tell you. If I'm going to a barn, I want to fight somebody. This kid's coming with me. Not Sean O'Malley. This kid is. <laughs> <laughs> so the second fight, and I think Yana uh, uh, Kuniskaya, she came in too. Was la- last minute she came in. Um, she she lost, and uh, I, I, she's. Um, I've seen a fight a lot the last uh, last year. She fights a lot of fights. I mean, she's okay. Uh, Irene Alda just just beat her ass. Just knocked her out uh, in, in the first round. Four four thirty five left in the uh, in the first round. Wow. It was a good fight. Um, and then this is the fight, though. This is the fight, and I told you, Brother Loomski, I wanted you to watch. I wish you could have stood up and watched. Greg Hardy. Um, you know, we, we have no love lost for Greg Hardy. Former he NFL fought, player. He fought this guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 he, he played with the Dallas Cowboys. If anyone knows Greg Hardy, he played with the Dallas Cowboys. There was an incident where he was beating his girlfriend. He was sending out pictures of the girlfriend with the guns and all the ammo on the bed. You know, so they wind up cutting him. Now he became a UFC fighter. Talking a lot of shit last night. He fought this guy tired to, 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 a, to a VESA from Australia. First off, I'm watching this, and this guy's coming out to the Spice Girls. And I said, who the fuck comes out to the Spice Girls? He's <laughs> dancing, having a good time. And they, I've never seen this guy fight before. It was, it was actually pretty funny. So they get in the ring and it, you know he doesn't look, He's I mean, this is heavyweight division. So you know I think Hardy was like 260, um, and the guy he's fighting with was 250. You know, and it, it went real quick. It, it, it was over in, in, in a minute and seven seconds. Wow. Tua Vesta knocked him the fuck out. Oh, my gosh. It was great. You know, he was talking all day. You know, and I understand. You have to talk this shit because, you know, that it's UFC. But he knocked Hardy out with a punch. And boy, I mean, he floored him. Knocked him straight down, buckled his knees, came straight to the floor. But the main thing is this guy, what he does is after every win, if he wins, he's 13-3, and three, he takes off his shoe he pours beer in his shoe and he drinks from his shoe. Fucking I saw disgusting. I saw so it. he's walking down the aisle, leaving, leaving the ring and he's taking people's shoes and drinking the beer from their shoes. Disgusting. This nasty fuck. I don't even know how to even explain that. But listen, the guy was happy. So if that's what you want to do, by all means, you can drink. One guy put hot sauce in the, in the beer and he was drinking. He was spitting out all over the place. Oh, my God. You talk, you know, we go going there. You're talking about you can't be six feet next to each other. You got to wear a mask. This guy's drinking beer out of people's shoes. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was too much. But then the fight after that, which I was definitely wanted to see, was Gilbert Burns uh, against Stephen Thompson. I, I, I like Gilbert Burns only because one is I like his name. Very good name. Love his name. Good name. Um, good fighter. Very good fighter. I mean, he, he lost to Usman last fight. Um, he was just outmatched. Usman is, 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 is just a great fighter. And Gilbert Burns came out and he won he, unanimous decision in the third round. And then of course the McGregor fight came out and that, you know, it's such a production. I, I don't, I don't find no interest in Conor McGregor. I mean, what, back in the day, he was a great fighter, great fighter. Yeah. Dustin Poirier, this is their third fight. He beat him the first time six months ago, McGregor lost to him. And now they fought again. Um, I mean, he, it went five rounds. He, he you know, he, he, you keep kicking, kicking, kicking. He went back on his foot and he wound up snapping his ankle. I mean, I, I, I didn't enjoy it because I knew he was going to lose. I mean, I'm glad he went the first time The last fight. He, he knocked out in the first round. So, but you know, then he's on the floor and he's talking shit to the guy, you know, then the wife comes in for for Dustin Proyer uh, and, and she's giving him the finger and he's, he's, using his fingers as a gun he's pointing at him and i'm like you can't even get up and walk at him you know you're talking all this shit but you know that's mcgregor you know if if, listen he's he's his best anchor man he really is he's listen he and i respect the guy because he goes ahead and he makes himself known i mean he is his best hype man he really is i mean he's one of the top athletes in the world he just sold his his whiskey. For $190 million? I mean, the guy's not stupid. He's smart, you know? Right. He's a he, he very smart guy. I, I would never say he's not. But as far as the UFC fighter, nah. You got to give it up. And I wouldn't not if they do a fourth match, I wouldn't do it. But UFC's not stupid. You know what? He's hot. He just sold his thing. He so you know what? UFC said, listen, let's put him out there. We can make some money with him. I mean, even when he did the main with it, they, they made a ton of money. Yeah. You know, his name alone. And, and like, he, he talks so much. And it's, it's, you know, but I really do believe these guys just don't like each other. They really didn't. They really don't like each other, you know? But at the same time, you just broke your ankle. Listen, you know, I'm not saying you got to sit there and act like a bitch. No, but you could just, you know, you don't have to sit there and, and talk and shit that you're going to kick a guy's ass when you're on the floor with no ankle, you know? Exactly. So,
0: Yeah, so I, I saw the stuff after the fight. So I guess uh, McGregor said that Fournier's... Uh, Wife, uh, was uh getting into his DMs. I mean, the guy's probably in shock at this point. He talks a lot of shit. He has mastered the art, I think, in the in the MMA game. Like Muhammad Ali always yes, said, yes. the master of it. People Great will example. come out Great of their po- mm-hmm. people will come out of their pockets to see a good guy shut a bad guy's mouth so mm-hmm. that's like Muhammad Ali want to Ric Flair talk more than a little bit of shit professional wrestlers have taught us the game mm-hmm. you know um money may to a certain point but Conor McGregor is a triple PhD in that thing and then well, I listen see- he can he
1: you know back in the day at his prime he could back it up listen yeah. he he was no joke I I yeah. mean to step in the ring with this guy you know you were gonna you were gonna get your ass kicked you know but time is you know it, it catches up to all of us and at this point, you know, he's, he's on his name. And he, I mean, it wasn't like he was getting killed. He wasn't, you know, but you can see he was getting beat. He was going to definitely get beaten by the second round. You know, it, it was a shame that his ankle broke because I wanted to see him get beat. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to put up much of a fight. The last time they fought, it, you know, he just came out on him. And you know what? The more you talk, the more you just piss off the other guy. You know, sometimes it backfires on you, too. It yeah. can hype you the hell up, but then you know what? It really can piss off the other guy to the point that he really wants to go in there and kick your ass because these guys really do not like each other. You know, exactly. so again, it, the rest of the car was great. It was, you know, some good fights. But, you know, that one, I, I really wasn't so, so, you know, much. But, you know, then it comes on at one in the morning, you know, and yeah. again, Sleepy in, in Nookie, we, 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 I'm, I'm drinking coffee now just to stay up. You know, one in the morning, <laughs> I got to take a nap during the day just to see this. You know, it's a shame that it comes on so late. But you know what? It was worth it. I, I, I definitely say it was worth it. The whole the whole thing was. And then just to hear him talk, you know, it, it's to, to hear him talk is definitely worth it. There's no question. Yeah, you know, but did. you know what, if you're going to talk all that, you got to, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it it's unfortunate he broke his ankle. That's not something that, you know, it's a freak of accident. We've seen other fighters that, you, just, you know, they break their legs like that. And I didn't want to see it that way. I wanted to see him just really lose. But I hope they don't bring a fourth one because I don't know who really wants to watch that at this point.
0: Gotcha. Listen, I got a story for you. So I, too, have drinking gl- beer out of a boot. Okay, uh, no, now, let, me, don't let me tell me this. Let me tell you the story. Okay, so maybe about 10 years ago, me and my wife, <laughs> we uh, went on a date. And this was at uh, a mall and they used to have a place called Gordon beers. So it was a restaurant, but they had a brewery right on the premises, you know, so they're making the beer like fresh, fresh out of the back. So they would always change. They had a seasonal, they had about eight or nine beers, but they had a seasonal beer, winter, spring, summer, fall, and they would switch it out. So we went, it was summertime and I was like, oh, what's the seasonal brew? And then like, she was like, it's such and such beer. And I said, oh, she goes, and we have a glass boot. It was like a 48 ounce boot with a handle on it, a glass boot. And I said, you would sell me 48 ounces of beer in a boot? She said, yes, sir. I said, give me that. So we're having lunch. And the restaurant was so that you could, like, see people walk by. Boy, people got more and more interesting the closer I got to the bottom of that boot. (laughs) I mean, it was like four beers in one. It was great. I was like, oh, man, the beer was good. It was cold. It was delicious. I was just like, damn. So I have drinking. Beer out of a boot, not a shoe or a boot that somebody wears, but a glass boot filled it right up to the top. Man, it was awesome! It was, but
1: that's a lot different than you walking down the aisle and someone taking off their sneaker and putting beer in someone else's sneaker. It's different if you did it to your own sneaker. This guy was drinking it, he had to do it. I, from what I saw, was three people he did it to, and it was just nasty. I couldn't, he once he won, he did that. He jumped on the top of the cage and he did it to his own. I can understand that, not really, but. Then he's walking down the aisle and people are taking off their shoes and he's pouring a beer and drinking it from there. I'm like, yo, that's just nasty. But listen, I guess, you know, you're in the moment. You just come out to Spice Girls. You just knocked out Greg Hardy. So I guess you can you can drink out of a sneaker. (laughs) Unbelievable. unbelievable. And and speaking of that, I want to just give a shout out to uh, my brother's uh, gym, uh, Legends Gym. Uh, They had a match last weekend on July 3rd. Um, a lot of the guy, the other teams pulled out, which is a shame, but uh, Teddy uh, Drellis, she uh, went three rounds, and she lost uh, by decision. But shout out to her, because I watched this last week, and they're, they're just regular people like you and me, uh, Noomsky, that went out there, they train, and they fight. And damn, I saw her, I, this girl was in there, she was determined, and the other girl was just as determined. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and they've beaten each other for three rounds, and it's, you know, they had gloves on, and it was... You know, it was nice to watch, but it, you know, this is all, this is all things that people want to do. You know, we watch the UFC and we're like, Oh, you know what? I want to go fight. It's not the same when you get in that ring, you know, yeah. it, you have to have a different mindset, you know, cause you really can get hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely a shout out to them because um, they're going to have some more things pop up. And then, you know, cause I, I, I enjoy watching the UFC and watching these guys fight, you know, sometimes watching the amateurs fight, it's, it's fun. You know, you, you see, you see, you see the desire and, and the, the will of win with these people.
0: Absolutely. Shout out to your brother, Mike, and uh, everybody that's training up there at, um, at his gym, man. And, uh, look, we got to tell Mike, uh, to get ready. A little preview. Uh, yes, we're, yes. we're going to have a, uh, tough guy, sports radio, fantasy football league. We're getting this together. Not going to be a lot of people in it. Probably be myself. See, so we get my brother in it. Uh, BX ledge and his brother, Mike's going to be in it, and a, ch- a few choice others just for bragging rights, just to give us a little bit, something extra to talk about on the podcast, but we're getting it together and uh, we'll be, uh, you know, posting up results, et cetera, letting you know uh, how this goes and uh, makes uh football, when it comes back in the fall, that much more interesting. So going to be going to be. Oh, and and,
1: and, and I I have a prediction. I have a prediction here because.
0: Oh, that's right. With our two early uh, NFL predictions.
1: Yes. Two early NFL predictions because I've been listening, you know, you know, now this sports is slowing up. You got the uh, you have basketball coming to an end. Hockey's gone, you know, so you pretty much NFL is going to be popping up. So I got to say this because they were talking about it. And I I, I listened to, to the sports radio in the mornings. And um, you know with uh, with Tampa Tom going to uh, and I was the story was interesting because actually the Saints were supposed to pick up Tampa Tampa pick up Tom Brady, Mm -hmm. and once they uh, Breeze said that he was coming back, they said forget about Tom Brady, we're gonna keep Breeze. And you and I have talked about this over and over again. They had Jameis Winston there, and they had uh, Tyson Hill. And Tyson Hill to me was I don't know why he likes him. I don't see no. I don't see an NFL quarterback there. Just, I, you know, I, I don't know why they used him. If Jameis Winston starts for the New Orleans Saints, I'm going to say this now, they're going to the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but I can see them winning definitely nine to ten games with Jameis Winston. If you can cut back his his interceptions, they got a hell of an offense. Kamara, you got Michael Thomas. Listen, I if he's going to win that starting job. And I'm telling you right now, my brother said, I, you know, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause we, my fantasy, we, I have a fantasy football with my brother and we talk a lot of shit there. So I'm hoping that when we do our fantasy football here, there's a lot of shit talking because I like to talk shit. So that's definitely what's going <laughs> to go on. So I'm definitely saying right now, I'm going to say that if he plays and he's going to start, they're winning, they're making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I think you're right on the interceptions. Uh has got to control his fumbles too. If he can get that dink and dunk game together, man, um, you know, short pass one, two, three out. Uh, where he gets into trouble is when he holds on to it too long. But
1: but he's mind. under the right coach.
0: Payne is, I think, is a hell of a
1: coach. Yeah. And if they can get him to, to listen, he's he he he. I'm glad. I'm not. I mean, I'm glad he got out of Tampa because you know you have you know Tampa Tom that's there. But now that they New Orleans got him, I think they I think they lucked down, They even realize it. They don't even realize it. And if he can cut down, you got a hell of a good coach there. You got a good offense. I think that, like I said, that's my prediction for now.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. Man, we got a lot coming up this month. Training camps coming together. Olympics coming together. Uh, USA basketball uh, men's and women's teams coming together. Uh, second half of the uh, baseball season starts. And, um, man, big three as well. So, we'll continue to keep our eyes on stuff, man. See what these uh, stories are. And uh, we're now weekly. We are we were doing bi-weekly at first. We got our feet wet you know, you gotta crawl before you walk. We just went from crawling to running. So we're gonna be on um, you know, weekly and you guys can uh, check us out. Um, in fact, you can tell your smart speaker now to play tough guys sports radio and magically our voices appear on your smart speaker. And we will uh, go ahead and give you the latest episode just by you asking your smart speaker to play tough guys uh, sports radio. Um, so on Instagram, uh, we are at tough guy podcast. Uh, he's at BX legend 28. I'm at bam, bam, Bishop one on Twitter. We're at tough Guy uh, sports one. He's at BX legend two eight one. And on Twitter, I am bam, bam, Bishop one. You can email us tough guy sport. Excuse me. Tough guy podcast at gmail.com. Tough guy podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can email me bam, bam, bishop one at Gmail, bam, bam, bishop one at Gmail. So episode six is in the books. We're coming back at you next week with uh, episode seven. We probably will have an NBA champion at that point And, Hopefully uh, the USA uh, men's team doesn't lose in any more exhibitions to like, uh, I don't know, Iceland or Greenland or something like that. So (laughs) I don't even know who's in there. What was that team that Barkley wound up knocking over? What was that? Angola? Was that
1: Angola? Angola, (laughs)
0: Angola. They won won like (laughs) 176-61. to Charles Barkley is so inappropriate. He was like, uh, "Man, you know they should have they should have had shot me with their spears or something." Because <laughs> there wasn't nothing that they could do to stop us. That's the <laughs> man, the original dream team is almost thirty years ago. Wow. 90, oh 90 my team, gosh. So that you know next year will be twenty twenty two. That's a long time ago. Damn, once, man. damn, long time. And those ago.
1: those those basketball jerseys are hot. I like them. I like them. Yeah, they, yeah, they were they were nice.
0: They got good design. So hopefully, uh, they'll have, have uh, more W's in them. But the uh, guys got to get cohesive. And uh, Coach Pop, he's going to uh, make sure that those guys are together. But a lot of NBA coaches, a lot of NBA guys running and gunning for Team USA. So going to be a lot closer games than people think. I think we got a pretty weak group to get us, you know, into the uh, final round. But, um, you know, got to get uh, things together. They'll get uh, tuned up, get sharp. And I think that uh, they'll be ready to go.
1: And and as we speak, um, Milwaukee is up 58-45 there's uh 10 seconds left on the clock and ah is the did that count up it's it 59 45
0: okay okay all right
1: so so you know there's like i said there's hope i i hope milwaukee wins one game so uh phoenix can take it back and win it back in phoenix you know so we we shall see
0: there you go game's
1: not over yet it's still another half to play so anything can happen
0: ABC and ESPN might get their wish with Game Five, but uh, it's it's over one way or the other. But we'll see what happens, though. Still got the second half. Well, now will Coach Bud stay with the same game plan in the first half, or does he get you know um, out coached? You know. Well, the- this is
1: what's gonna happen. He's winning, so he's like shit. Whatever we're doing is working. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now Monty's gonna go in there. He's gonna make adjustments, and it's gonna be a completely different game. I don't know if they're gonna win it. But, but, you know, I mean, you're playing at home. It, it, it's packed in there. So I can see them, you know, and again, like I've said, these guys got to be tired, you know? But right now they're, they're, they're working on pure adrenaline. You know, from what I've seen walking back and forth, they look good. But, you know, like I said, it's still another half and anything's possible. Chris Paul get hot. Devin Booker get hot. Monty's just, just start giving speeches. This series could be
0: over. There it is. There it is. Well, that's it for episode six of uh, Tough Guys. Uh, podcast tough guys. What the hell is our name? Tough
1: guy <laughs> sports radio. Tough guy
0: sports radio. <laughs> I, I I was thinking podcast when I'm like Tough guy sports radio. Well, at not- least you
1: got the tough guys right. See, that's exactly. always, you always exactly. remember the tough guys because you know <laughs> you gotta tell the people out there when we talk to each other, it's never it's never our names. We never say hey, right. you know this this. We all say hey, what's up, tough guy? We've been doing it for 30 years. You exactly. don't. You, I, I don't think people really understand. We we don't we didn't just. Like I said that before, it was just so simple to name a Tough Guy Sports Radio because we've always called ourselves Tough Guys. We've been in some shit, Chris. You Absolutely. know this. We've been, in. I mean, I was thinking about it today. I'm looking back on the stuff that we did. Damn, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, we, we, I, I, I'm just. There's just a few instances that I just think, I was like, damn, I'm glad we didn't get arrested. You know, I'm just thinking things like that. I'm like, man, we really were tough guys at the time. I mean, listen, we didn't win every time. Uh, we didn't lose every time either. Exactly. <laughs> but we got ourselves into some shit and we had a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did. I'm really glad I did.
0: Exactly. I, the one that comes to mind is we were in the uh, not the nicest part of town. So this is the type of we went to a drinking establishment on the oh, wrong side I of wasn't town. even thinking about that. That's right. I so, forgot about that. So this is the kind of joint that... You know how ladies go to the bathroom with each other? This is the type of joint that you might not want to go into the bathroom by yourself without one of your homeboys in there, just in case somebody, you know, try and shake you down or rob you or some type of shit, you might want to consider being outside and then coming back inside the bar. That's the type of, you know, places, You know what it is? You know
1: what it is, Noob No one really understands what Buffalo is. You know, every every area has their good places and their bad places. Yeah. And Buffalo, like, yo, Buffalo has some, you know, and, and, and it's unfortunate because Buffalo is very segregated. So there's some places that I have gone to that you cross the street, yeah. You can be in an all black area, you cross the street, you automatically in a whole white area. Yeah. And vice versa. And yeah. there's been Spanish areas that you go into, you they tell you don't cross the street. Yeah. Don't do it. And there. I've never I've never experienced, you know, living in the Bronx, you experience other things, but that I didn't ever experience because you know it's it's the, the Bronx was always a big melting pot. i Spanish and black. But there was never like, yo, don't cross the street because of the color. You didn't cross the street because of the people there. But here exactly. in Buffalo, you can't cross the street because they, they segregated the lines. And it's deep because I, you know, back when we were going, I mean, it's probably different now. But yeah. back when we were going, like I said, it was a few times we went into a few establishments. I, I little nudge like, listen, Nookie, uh, uh, we it, we need to leave soon.
0: Now, now the ending, the ending to that story is, is that it was a bad place. But then some people that I used to work with showed up, and then we 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 got comp like Long Island iced teas. We got wasted. That's, that's what we that's we wasted. We win the hotel.
1: And then we went into the elevator, that's right. And I threw (laughs) up on the elevator. And who took you and brought you to your room and put you to bed? And I, 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 listen, I'm not cleaning the elevator for you. We made—I made sure you got in the room and you went to sleep in the whole night. I forgot all about that. That's right. That was—that was a good night, though. That was a good night. But it could—it could have went in—it could have went in a whole different direction.
0: Ooh, unbelievable! We are alive and live to tell it. That's what yes, right we're yes. tough.
1: And that's—and that's the least of the stories. There's other stories, yes. but that's for a whole different podcast.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is Tough Guy Sports Radio. We will check you out the next time. You're gonna keep it—keep it, uh, keep it uh, cool up there in the Bronx. I saw the, you guys had the rainstorms, the remnants of the hurricanes, but on, in all seriousness, uh, be safe, uh, tough guy.
1: Yes, yes, and then everyone else out there too. Please be safe. Uh, the weather's a little crazy right now. You know, it's still, and it's still, just be careful what you're doing. You know, you're hearing all these variants and whatnot, but you know, people get sick and they think because they're vaccinated, they can cough on anybody. That's it, listen. I don't care about how many vaccinations you get, you're not coughing on me. They're gonna be problems. Exactly. You know, exactly. so just just be mindful out there. Just, you know, listen, just because we all going into the stadiums and whatnot doesn't mean that everything's good. You mean people still get sick. Doesn't have to be COVID, it could be something else. You know, you still got Ebola, you still got all kinds of other crazy stuff out there. So please just just watch yourself out there.
0: Absolutely. I've remembered the name of our podcast. It's Tough Guy Sports Radio. There you go. Tough Guy (laughs) Sports Radio. And we'll see you on the next episode. Till next time. Peace. Peace.